This is 321 The Pod. What's going on? Welcome to 321 The Pod. I am Chris Donovan. And uh, the other guy is Eric Lucky. What's up, Eric? Hey, man. That's me. I'm also known as the other guy. Yeah, the other guy. Three stories, two idiots. Uh, actually, Eric takes both of those titles home right. every day. Actually, today you're going to do three stories, and I'm the two idiots. He is, and I'm the one game. Oh, that was a beer opening because it's Saturday. We're recording Saturday during college football. And uh, I'm uh, watching Michigan get beat right now by Illinois, and I am going to keep going on with the podcast and stop talking about it. Uh, <laughs> uh, and I was watching TCU, which is uh, one of the closer universities to where uh, I'm at um, currently. So we kind of kind of been rooting Turner for TCU. Classic University. That's not that's right. Point. Hey, you know, you know, Monique and I love those old classic college football games. Dude, um, you should start a college Turner Classic University. Turner Classic. Maybe we could get that to for real to real and everything. Like you learn all the <laughs> retro stuff. Yeah, that would totally go over. I don't think it would. That's like teaching people how to hammer things. Uh, nowadays, I don't think anyone wants to launch a TV network. Like that seems to be like a way to just blow all. The oh money. wait, I just launched one right now. Oh, you did. <laughs> yeah, this is that easy <laughs> right now. I use a website and some bandwidth. That's all you need. That's anyway. All, I need. all right, three stories, two idiots, one game. The game we'll get to at the very end, but right now we're going to get into this story one. That was great production. That was <laughs> that was great production. Um, right, Chris. Uh, I got I got a really funny story, just one that made me chuckle. And so uh, there's, you know, some people rob banks, right? Like you you rob a bank because you think you get a lot of money or you could do like they did in Pulp Fiction, rob a restaurant uh, because they're not a cafe because they're not as prepared for it and they wouldn't know what to do. (laughs) I love you, honey bunny. I love you, too. Yeah. And then they. Yeah. Uh, Okay. so this is uh, Menanzas, which is I bless you. Yeah, thank you. I don't really know where this is, but Menanzas just sounds like a uh, New England area uh, city. I don't know that Keep area. Talking, well. I'll look it up. Okay. Vagina, Virginia. Vagina. Oh, Virginia. Man, man, man. How would you pronounce that? Man asses vagina. Right? Man asses. That's exactly. <laughs> you were when I look so at it, that's all I see. It. That's all man I see is man asses. Uh, Eric, where'd you Dude, move this to? This was a joke. This was your, this was your, your, this is somebody down your bloodline way, way back in the day playing a joke. Over hey, what do we name our town? I vagina. believe it's man asses and it's in the state of Virginia. Um, all right. So uh, a man in Mananzas Park was arrested after he walked into a pizza hut. Oh, they have those where well, you can walk into those now. I yeah, the, delivered. yeah they, they have the I know, right? When was the last time you saw like a pizza you, you can go eat at? Um, but no. So he took out a knife, threatened to rob the place. And then while he was robbing the place, he thought it was a good time to just bake himself a pizza. It says the investigation revealed a man walked into the store past the service counter and towards the kitchen area. While in the kitchen, the man retrieved the food items from the freezer and began cooking them by lifting up a shirt and revealing a knife to an employee, basically telling him don't move. Um, the man then took the unpaid food items and left the building. And oh, he-, he works for them. They were different property. He totally used to work for them. You think so? Like that's why oh, yeah. he, was he knew what he was in. doing. Yeah. He okay. Went so to the walk in. So he walks in. I'm going to rob you. By the way, I might as well take a pizza to go. I think that's kind of clever. I think I, I really like this guy. And I was going to ask you, have you ever been in like a, uh, a situation where you just did an employee's job for them? Oh, um, Do you see oh how, like I'll, I'll give you an example. Yes, uh, uh, Del Taco in Southern California. It was oh, like wow. a lunch rush. 
And this lady, like my bag of food was just sitting there and I could see it was my number. And she was so busy. And there was like eight bags of food that needed to be handed out. They all had numbers. She wasn't calling them out. She, she was just overwhelmed. Yeah. And I just said, oh my God, screw this. And I went behind the counter and I grabbed my food. And then I started calling out the numbers, number 50, number whatever. And they're looking at me like, what the hell are you doing? And I started <laughs> handing out the, I'm like, I'm going to help you clear out this line. So I was literally calling out numbers and handing out the bags of food. And then I went back around the counter and then they were at, then the manager came and asked me to leave. And I was like, buddy, I was just your best employee for like four minutes. Right. Like Please I helped clear up that line. From helping me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I also selfishly just wanted my damn food, but I thought I'd help when I was there. But have you ever done a situation like that where you just kind of helped yourself? Yes. I've worked in many restaurants as a server, as a manager, as whatever. So when I go to a restaurant and I walk in and there's nobody sitting down except for like two tables and I see like three servers and they go, oh, it's going to be about a 35 minute wait. And I'm like, well, that table's empty right now. Oh, we don't have the staff. I'm like, no, they're actually standing right over there. So you just hand me the menus. I'll go sit down and you go get one of those guys to take care of me. <laughs> I've done that before. Also, we're just going to put these tables together. Okay. I'm sorry. Okay. We're just going to do it anyway. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Where are you doing it? Was, you're you're but, not going to know what's going on. You're too I, you're I, cute. <laughs> I've even gone at a sit down restaurant and gone up to get like the water pitcher, you know, where they like refill your water glass, but like oh, the yeah. lady hasn't come by in like 25 minutes. And I'm like, I just walk over to that little staging area and I get the water pitcher and I come back and I pour water for everyone. And I mean, I, I do that because I'm just an impatient guy, but I've, I've done it a couple of times or not a couple of times. I've done it once where it's bit me in the ass and uh, I'll, I'll recommend you not doing this, except in your profession, you might be able to get away with it. Uh, never step behind the bar and try to pour yourself a drink. Oh yeah. That would actually go really south. I'm with yeah, no, It didn't go over well. Granted, I did work at the place, which was probably a good comfort zone for me. But uh, the manager still was like, you're hammered. You're still uh, not supposed to do that. Well, and here's the other thing I really appreciate about this story. I think it's the perfect cover. So let's say you rob your pizza hut, you get whatever you have. And you're right. It probably was an employee who knew at a certain time there was certain cash around and what have you. Yep. So, And by the way, I know it's not the most complicated machine in the world, but under the pressure of being in an environment like that, the average person who didn't work there wouldn't know how to operate this, you know, like to make their own stuff and put it together and, and make a pizza. So you're right. This guy probably worked there, but here's why it's a perfect cover. He robs a place. He leaves with this pizza and the cops oh. are like speeding down the street, looking for the guy. Are you going to stop and call like handcuff the guy who's like walking home with a pizza? No, you're like, well, obviously that guy didn't rob anything. He has a pizza because you would never think that a robber would have a pizza with him. My question is, and now I've I've never been to Manasses, Virginia. I hear you go to Manasses every Saturday night after your <laughs> wife goes to sleep. No, that's not the website. Um, but <laughs> but no, I've never been there. But I can't imagine how long the cops took to get there for him to actually <laughs> cook an entire pizza. Wouldn't you just take a pizza that's already pre-made? Good like, idea. Good point. And did it like, start that Domino's pizza tracker? You know, like where it's 30 like 30 minutes or less like, and you get arrested. <laughs> you can cook a pizza in 30 minutes or less or you'll go to jail. Yeah, I like that. That is I mean, that's my biggest thing is like, how did he take long enough to make a pizza before the cops showed up? And how confident did he feel like because when you when you're robbing something, or you're doing something like that. You want to get the hell out of there, right? Like you're, you're not trying to stick around. No, but he was obviously like not only am I hungry, but. 
I feel like I got a good 12 minutes to put this baby together and get out of here. Like he knew that there's not many cops and man ass apparently, but also I'm looking at some of the report that you sent over and uh, they sent a canine unit and a helicopter. Now that's probably a little bit overkill for someone that robbed a pizza place. I think they wanted the pizza. Uh, and the, and the robbing the, uh, uh, they were, they're going to rob the robber. That of the was pizza. A, that was just all fake. He really just wanted the pizza. No, the cops though, the cops put all this EP, PB, PBA, PBR, APB out on this guy. And they just put out like, get the dog out there to smell the pizza, get the helicopter to get it back here while it's still warm. Do you think someone walking through town that day who like just got his like vegetarian or Hawaiian style pizza and walking home, you got, mean like, someone tackled, by like Steve because got, like, of bananas? Yeah, well, exactly, but got like tackled by the police. Like, there he is, the guy with yeah, the pizza. Right. He just gets tackled. He's like, oh no. Anyways, all right. Imagine? Well, that'd be amazing. <laughs> that would be the end of That's... story one. All right. Well, then let's do this. Story two. Okay. I got news. Uh oh. I got news. In different areas. No, um, yeah, no, actually, that's actually quite accurate. Uh, I am moving to Washington State myself, and the me, without my children, without my family, without anyone. Wow. That's official and it's happening, huh? It is. It's happening. So the breakdown, I don't want to get into it too much because not many people know about this, but I did accept a job to be the spokesperson for a, in a medical company out of Kennewick, Washington. The spokesperson and, for a medical company. Now, you, what you haven't told people is that the medical company is uh, people who get artificial penis um, attachments added uh, because Chris, as a survivor of the no penis syndrome, which he's he's dealt with for years, he's nope. had to wear a strap on a mechanical device to be able to perform. Maybe. And, and as as someone who uses the product, I think it's just natural that you become the face of erectile dysfunction and penis uh, uh, no penis syndrome. Well, I've tried very hard NPS. to emulate the guy from the man's hair club where he's not only the president, he's also, <laughs> also a member. A client. Yeah, yeah, um, exactly. But no, no, that's not any of it. Please, all that stuff he said is not, not real. Not true. Okay, that's uh, not true. I, no, I am a spokesperson, but I'm also growing their multimedia division in a sense. They don't have a creative director. I mean, they have a creative director, but they don't have like somebody that does video and audio and editing and all that stuff. So I'm doing everything. Um, they put a lot of money into their studio. I went and did an audition a few weeks ago when I was up in Washington elk hunting. And uh, apparently I was good enough uh, for it. And um, they... Now, is this uh, in Western Washington, Eastern Washington? Where, Eastern where is Wa it? Southeastern Washington. So if you're looking at the state of Washington, because it's basically a square. I believe it's pronounced Washington. Washington, sorry. Take it, like cut it in half both ways in the... Eastern southern corner is where I live. It, it, it's hot in the summer. It's cold in the winter. There's a few trees. It's the most boring part of the state. So I picked a really good spot. Um, <laughs> but uh, it is close, uh, very, very close to my family. By by close, I mean I'm sleeping in the trailer in the driveway. Um, so I do get to spend more time with my family. I do get to be a spokesperson for a medical company, which is great. And I do get to grow this company's uh, business with them. So I'm excited for all those opportunities. Uh, however, I'm going to cry nightly um, after I hang up the phone with my children. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be a tough one, man. I mean, that's obviously a big decision to, uh, to do that. And my question is, you put so much time into Southern California and you have done amazing things. If anyone who, who knows Chris knows 
He's a super motivated guy. gets a lot of shit done. Oof. And uh, I mean, you've done acting and game shows and your son has done, is doing acting and uh, uh, you meet celebrities and you go to Gabriel Iglesias's dog's quinceanera <laughs> and you, you know, you, you, you do things like that. And I don't think anyone's going to go to uh, uh, Pomeroy, Washington Pomeroy. or Almada or Mentor or Colton. Washington. I'm now reading just from a Google Maps because I don't know the area uh, at this all. Is Kennewick, Washington, the Tri Cities. I was uh, I grew up a lot of my younger life in Benton City, Washington. Um, so uh, it's close to that, but I'm not living there anymore because that's a single wide. Okay, probably well, gone. <laughs> so, uh, but uh, are you going to miss kind of this this connection that you've made with the movie and TV and radio industry in the number two slash number one market in the United States? Yes, but with the amount of effort that this company's putting behind their studio and what they want to do with this stuff, I foresee that helping this position for me to be able to grow up faster. Like I am connected online with a bunch of people that are going to see these videos that are going to be super professional. There's going to be podcasts that are in these awesome studios. They're going to be like, oh, so what's he doing? And they're going to like, you know, we're going to talk and who knows what's going to happen from it. But I know that the quality is going to be there where people are going to be like, oh, yeah, no, he, he, yeah, he, he should have taken it. So a real uh, bummer. You couldn't have done that remotely, especially nowadays with the ability to do things remotely. But uh, yeah, you know, no, that you never know what the future holds, though, with something everybody keeps bringing up. Now, it could be a possibility down the road. I don't know. Um, I am a genius. Uh, no bragging. Um, <laughs> just <kidding. laughs> but no, no, I, I, I know how to, I know how to manipulate audio and video and I know how to do these things. I've been doing them for so long, so there might be a way down the road, but at the beginning they want someone in house because they're really, really trying to grow this and blow it out of the water, which I think they picked the right person. So I, th I think, yeah, and dude, you'll do a great job, uh, no matter what it is. Uh, and I, uh, that's, yeah, it's kind of a shock, man. I know, uh, uh returning home's kind of bittersweet too. You know, it's nice to go back, but uh, tough to be away from your your immediate family there but dude i wish you the best of luck with it man i mean uh, it's kind of a bummer it's a hell of a lot easier for me to visit you when you're living in uh, southern california than it is for me to fly up to walla walla washington close close or, but, well that's actually very close to my property so yeah that's pretty much where you go touche or loden or uh, how about Walua Junction, Chris? Do you hang out? Do, do, do all the cool kids hang out on the riverside at Walua Junction? Um, or of course, they do go up and go to the mall that's at Two Rivers, right? I mean, that's like that's uh, that's that's kind of like where the like the rebels hang out, like the motorcycle gangs. No, they hang no. out where there's not cities. No. Now, what about going to the Costco wholesale warehouse on the corner of North Center Parkway and Gage Boulevard? Do you think that that's a place that you will shop? You You're can also hilarious. go across the street to the Olive Garden. You're hilarious because that Costco was built uh, in 2000. I opened it with my catering uh, from my restaurant hotel that I was working at. We fed... 3,000 people pancakes for two mornings straight. Wow, that's a lot of pancakes. Hell, it sucked. But it's a big Costco and it's very nice. So, yeah. Well, that was well when I come and visit you. Now I know things. <laughs> when I come and visit you, will I be staying at the Hilton Garden Inn in the Tri-Cities Kennewick area? Uh, right by the traffic circle, you know, uh, just uh, on North Young Street and uh, Grand Ridge Boulevard where that big traffic circle is. 
You'd or should I stay at the how spring- many traffic circles are in Kennewick and the Tri-Cities? Now, do the people there, are they smart enough to know how to use traffic circles? I mean, have are they familiar with how to do it? I also see that there's a museum there. Um, you told me long ago that people in this area don't know how to spell. So how would they <laughs> yeah, be able to okay. get in to a museum? Are you going to, when you get rich and you're living out there and you're like living the high life, are you going to live with all the other rich people on Bateman Island? In the middle of the Columbia River? <laughs> I bet on that island. Do you go hunting? I mean, do you like go hunting for snodgrass, uh, uh, womp rats uh, in the Delta, which is, um, in case you don't know where the Delta is, Chris, it's where 240 kind of just comes uh, together, just just west of Bateman Island uh, and the 182, in case you didn't know. Oh, I know. I-82. They don't say 182. They say I-82. I-82. Yeah. Um, well, not, I mean, and, and do, all, do, all, do you hang out with the other Mexicans at the... Oh. Uh, uh, badger mountain community park and have like a, a like grill on a, and like hit pinatas on a saturday you're getting closer no there's no trees we can't hit pinatas damn it <laughs> right. i told right, you that's, it, no that's the end of that bit called i read out weird places near kennewick washington um no super super like i'm i'm super happy for you man and excited about the future and also super sad at the same time um and uh, uh but wish you the best of luck and i know it's gonna be tough doing the back and forth thing um, but yes, uh, it's going to be hard because I, I do love my children. Unlike most parents, um, I, they are, uh, amazing creatures. He even uh, loves other people's children. Have no, you talked about that? No, oh, you're no, not allowed to talk no, about that no, because of the no. court order. Cats, no. statue of limitations. Ah, yes. Okay. That's right. Uh, so, but yeah, I, I'm excited. Uh, there's, 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 there's a whole bunch of ups and downs in my brain because, if it was anywhere else in the world, I wouldn't go because obviously I have no family or something there. So I'd be by myself and that would be just dumb, you know? So I'm going somewhere. I have family and friends and support and people I haven't seen in a long time. So after the first few months of seeing everyone again, and I realized that I don't necessarily, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, everybody I, I, and everything, it's going to be nice because obviously people like you and other people that are from down here might come up and visit me, which would be cool. Well, I just don't want you to get depressed and jump off and kill yourself off of Ed Hendler bridge. Um, which it goes right over the Columbia River. Um, and it's kind of like where the Snake River meets the Columbia River, and it's called Ed Henniker Bridge. So I don't want you to jump off of that, okay? I won't, and that's probably where the Yakima comes into. That's why they call it, uh, well, Tri-Cities for three cities, but also the Columbia River Gorge where the Yakima, Snake River, and Columbia River meet, which means if it's warm enough, I'll be fishing with my dad. That's kind of cool. Yeah, I know. Do you do that in West Pasco or do you go all the way to Martindale so that you can go off the Snake River? No. Do you go to the Shell Station that's over in uh, Martindale? It seems like it's the only place to gas up for a while. Hey, Eric. Yeah. Story three. (laughs) Okay, guy, if we have to get to story three, I could have (laughs) talked hot Southern Eastern Washington talk for another hour and 45 minutes, but I guess we'll get on to our next story. Um, this story is about people who just can't get along at family functions, which if you're Italian, like I am, which has a lot of big people, a lot of people coming to family functions, or you're like Chris's family. Uh, there's sometimes Italian, mostly Irish. So we're always drunk. Yeah, there you go. Right. So there's always some confrontations when families get together. But in this case, um, this was this, this headline describes eight relatives are jailed. After a wedding turned into a bloodbath involving 50 
guests who are 50, fighting. Five, zero. Five, zero. Oh my goodness. So I love the opening line of this article. It says the Stokes family is going to have a much quieter Christmas this year because eight of them are now in prison, <laughs> which wow. by the way, all of these look like guys who want to fight. Like, like uh, when you see the pictures, all of them look like uh, the, the guy in high school and college who always they all look like the fight. same person. And you can imagine that all of these guys' wives are probably so thankful they're gone. Oh, none them. of them are married. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I look like? I feel like I, I'm looking at a picture of like eight of them. Like it's a grid together. I feel like I'm picking an avatar in a video game. They <laughs> all look the same true. with different hair. That's a good point. It says they were given jail terms after a wedding turned into a bloodbath between 50, uh, 50 guests that were fighting. There was uh, chairs being thrown, tables and glassware being thrown at one another and used coat stands and fire extinguishers as weapons. Hold on, hold on, fight. hold on. Pause. Pause. Yes. Was this at the point where they said, speak now or forever hold your peace? Oh, that's a good point. Oh, you know what? That's a good point. I love her. No, I love her. Yeah, they don't exactly point out at what point in the ceremony or was this during the reception when it's like time for the dollar dance and, you know, they're all fighting? I don't know. No, I gave her a hundred. No, go back in there and get it, dude. I can't afford to give her a hundred. It says in total they caused uh, an equivalent of dollars, about $20,000 to $25,000 worth of damage to the hotel where 150 people were celebrating. So 150 people were celebrating. 50 got into a knockdown dragout fight. One third of your party guests got into a brawl. Like that's, this isn't two people fighting at a party, like two uncles that had a little too much to drink and they get into a fist fight or a shoving uncle or something. Yeah. 50 people. That's 10 families of five are hey, got into a fight. Was there a big soccer game or something going on while this was happening that maybe No, but these, these guys definitely look like soccer hooligans. So it says security footage showed them throwing items across the room and overturning. A, <gasps> Is a there footage? Uh, that They haven't released it. Oh, uh, shit. Uh, they were unable to deal with the mayhem when police arrived, so they called for an armed response to help out. In the end, 30 police cars arrived at the scene to carry out the mass arrest. 30? Because there's, think about it, two people can fit into a car at a time, and they had 50 people fighting. They had to have, uh, I, mean, I guess they could have taken the paddy wagon. Oh my um, God, I'm looking at the sentencing and the ages. Are you going to read this? Yeah, uh, yeah, you know, you read, yeah, the sentencing and the ages. Okay. Uh, Edward Stokes, uh, 28, was jailed for 27 months. Terry Stokes, 21 months. Another person at 25. John Stokes, 16 months. By the way, all of these have the same last name, which means this isn't the bride's family warring with the, the groom's family. This is like the groom's family fighting amongst each other, which warrant because everyone on here is Stokes, right? And they all got between 18 and 27 months in jail, um, except for Edward Stokes was given a 16-week prison sentence, uh, which is serious. But yeah, so this is all the same family. So I want to know, this is obviously the husband's, the, the groom's family. This tells me that like, like what was the wife's family thinking? They're I just need watching below the bloodline. I got so you got Edward Stokes and Edward Stokes Jr., which I'm guessing because yeah. he's a 50 year old and a 21 year old. So yeah. you got the dad and the son. So those two are on one side, right? right. Then you've then got, you got John, John Stephen Stokes. Stokes and John Stokes, which have to be a son and father too. Correct. So those two are fighting, and then you've got Terry and Thomas Stokes. Those are obviously brothers because one's brothers. 36 and one's 40. Yeah, and then you right. got Stephen and Brian Stokes, who are both 25, which 
cousins, brothers? Yeah, uh, could totally be twins or brothers or something like that. Something. Uh, uh, yeah, totally. So this was one side of the family that got into a fight and just, but and this isn't like just you know a few things. Um, got God, my over. last name I mean, not Stoke. And by the way, causing twenty five thousand dollars worth of damage. That's a pretty decent amount of damage to cause if it's a fist fight, right? Like no, that's it's more not. Than... All they did, all they did, is knock over the wedding cake. No, oh, yeah, no, but I mean, you know, you, you at that point you're busting through drywall, you're knocking down chandeliers, like you're you're having. To if do I read this correctly, damage. there was somebody using a fire extinguisher as a weapon. As a weapon. Now, were they swinging the fire extinguisher or spraying it in someone's face? Oh my God, I don't know. But look at these people. Oh yeah, their father and son. So, so have you ever been in a you know with a lot of these family gatherings or anything like that, like an mm-hmm. alter a family event altercation? Uh, not to this degree. Um, there was, I would say the most drastic would be my mom and her sister-in-law fighting, not like physical, but yelling at each other. And then my mom going to bed and she locked the trailer that I was sleeping in too. So I had to sleep on the couch. <laughs> For me, it's always just been, uh, uh, people punching fist- in the face. No, not fisticuffs <laughs> more. Just like people saying, um, really mean things to each other, right? Like really hurtful things. So not not yeah. really any um, uh, uh, like physical altercation. But this is just serious. That's that's a really big. Uh, this is gnarly. This reminds me of uh that fight at that Walmart in Arizona that happened about ten years ago. It was a family. They fought the cops and everything. They were living out of the suburban. There was like eight of them living in a suburban. And uh, they went into Costco and they were messing with employees. They kind of got outside and then the cops started tasing them and they were told and taught to hit the, when you get tased roll and it'll untase you and you get back up. And dude, the fight goes on for like 15, 20 minutes. A cop ends up getting shot. One of the guys actually ends up getting shot and killed, but only two shots fired. Like it's, if you've never seen this video, Google it. Arizona I'll, I'll have to look Walmart. Up that video. Yeah. It's 12 minutes of chaos. And you're like, how? <laughs> how? How? Seriously. So, all right. Ready? All right. I'm we ready. We got to do a game. I don't, have a, I don't have a big thing for it, but this is called. <clears throat> let me clear my throat. <clears throat> no Washington. No Washington. Not N-O-K-N-O-W. Oh, I thought it was like a protest. Like, no, Washington. No, Washington. No. No. No, okay. no, no. K-N-O-W. No, Washington. All right, Understand so, Washington. Yeah. Do, uh, know the facts about a state that you don't know. I don't know. Go for it. All right. Best out of five. Three makes the win. Um, first question. These will be multiple choice. Oh, thank God. <laughs> uh first question to be easy what is the capital city of washington state now please don't look these up you no i won't uh uh, olympia oh well i didn't even give you multiple choice oh i knew that one though like i'm super smart shit that's i guess it could be a really really easy one all right so then all right uh when looking at the population of washington state Mm -hmm. i'm trying to find my notes right while i talk to you out loud that's that's called uh, the killing time. Um, the population of Washington State in two thousand and one mm-hmm. is two thousand and one. Okay, give it to me. Is nine point two million? 
Okay. 6.4 million. 8.1 million or 7.7 million. Wow. Um, I would say that that's got to be the six, the six point whatever million. I think. <laughs> no. No, it's 7.7 million people live in Washington. Now, 7.7 million. I bet you 60% of that population lives within 50 miles of Seattle and Tacoma. Oh. A hundred percent, but we're not at that question yet. So calm the F down. Now I'm going to calm down uh, and go visit the casino. That's on the Yakima Indian reservation. Oh my God. You said Yakima wrong. Moron. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm more of a fan of the city just South of that top and fish. <laughs> top and ish. So, uh, now I'm saying it wrong because you said it stupid. I don't even know how to say it now because you said some top of fish. You're okay, a jackass. Next, next question. All right. Um, next question. Um, the top 10 non-English spoken <laughs> languages in Washington. Ooh, okay. Now, now I I'm going to okay, give okay. you a chance to guess the top two. English? That doesn't count. <laughs> because I said top 10 non-English. Oh, you did, huh? Jackass. I didn't pay attention to rules. I don't need your rules. Top 10. Okay. I know just from being up there and doing business up there that there's a pretty decent amount of Japanese people. So I'm going to say uh, Japanese makes the wrong. <laughs> really? You went Japanese? Where the hell do you live? Where have you were grown up at? Chinese. Okay. That's number two, but still you got the first one wrong. Dirty knees. Look at these. Oh no, that's a joke. <laughs> Okay, so you have one more guess to get the number okay. one. Uh, um, Mexican. Spanish. Oh. Wait, that's not a language. Spanish. There you go. But actually, it's probably more Mexican because yeah. Spanish came from Spain, and we speak, we speak English here, but it's more American. You know what I mean? So, yeah. all right, so you got two out of three okay. so far. Shit, I got to okay. make the next one very, very uh, hard. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> okay, so uh, I had a question where to go. Uh, where is it? Mm, hold on, hold on. Okay, so which mountain is the tallest in Washington State? Is it one, Mount St. Helens? Two, uh, it used to be until half of it blew off. <laughs> two, Mount Hood. Three, Mount Baker. Or four, Mount Rainier. Now, I know Mount Rainier is the, what they named the beer after because there's Mount Rainier beer. So I'm yeah, going to go with funny? Mount Rainier because it's the only mountain I remember uh, that I've heard of. Where's your bell at? I thought oh, you had a bell. Well, I didn't know I was right. Ready? Now you know you're right. Now I know I'm right. Damn it. You got three out of five. I have yeah, more. Yeah, baby. Have more. I'm actually just going. I had questions like in my brain, but then now I'm running through the Wikipedia and I'm failing miserably at looking up things. Uh, okay. Oh, no, no, I know one. Okay. Okay. So sorry. No, uh, seven out of 10. Okay. Here we go. Um, what is the state fruit? You. Apparently my phone. <laughs> my phone. <laughs> Did you say you, you jackass? You. Uh, that's what that was your nickname in high school, the state, state fruit. fruit. Is it the cherry? It's the Bing cherry, the orange, the apricot, or the apple? Ooh, but wait, apples, I know, are up there, too. Um, or is it the potato? Is that a fruit? No, that's okay. a veggie, and that's Idaho, which is next door to you. By the way, is it Idaho or Udaho? 
Uh, no, Utaho. Damn it. Um, I'm going to say it's the cherry because Washington cherries are really good. It's actually like the only cherries I like or, or those you get. And I want to say it's the Bing cherry. No? Oh, Washington apples. Really? Yep. Damn it. I really but also, well, you by the way, the, the cherries from up there, like the ones that like are only good for a few like weeks and then they go bad. Those are awesome cherries. Oh, yeah. And my, my you know what? My brother used to uh, be a cherry picker, which I mean, that's just what it is. Uh, back in the day, make a hundred bucks a day, which was a lot back then. Yeah. All right. So uh, you got three out of five so far. You got to get one more before we get to seven. All right. Next question. Is it, uh, what up. are the operating hours of the Hanford Reach National Monument Wildlife yeah. Refuge? Because I will tell you that that's open from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. Monday through Friday. But on the weekends, Chris, it's open a little bit longer. This one is not multiple choice. Okay. This one is just a question. Okay. What is the Hanford Reservation most known for? Uh, is that where they built parts to the atomic bomb? God, you're a dickhead. I'm, dude, oh, wait, no, wait, hold on, wrong button. Wait. Yeah, there you go. You're wait, by the way, I, like, I, 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 you know I know like old-timey things. If you would have asked me like anything modern, I would have absolutely no clue, but I know old-timey things. The only modern thing that happened in Washington State thus far is the fact that Kurt Cobain killed himself. By the way, what color were Kurt Cobain's eyes? Uh, green. No, blue. One blue this way and one blue that way. Oh, ouch. Thank you. Now, by the way, guys, if you want to come see me, I'll be at the Eltopia Soak and Suds uh, just north of Kennewick uh, this Friday doing my stand-up comedy routine. You'll hear other jokes uh, like that Kurt Cobain one you just hear. And then I will also be in Ash. Uh, no, not Ash. Ash, which is uh, just, it's just south of Charbonneau Park uh, near the North Shore yeah. Recreational Boat Ramp. Yeah, no, I know Charbonneau Park very well. We used to go fishing uh, once we launched our boat there. Now, is that when you weren't fishing down in Wallula at the uh, Madame Dorian Memorial Park at Wallula Junction? No, but we've been down there a lot of time. Wallula Junction's good fishing. One more question for the Eric. Largest city in Washington State. Largest city by population. Now, correct, but... I need you to guess the population after you guess oh, the city. Okay. I'm actually going to say it's not Seattle. I'm going to say it's Tacoma. Because when I was there, I noticed the only people in Seattle were homeless people. And, <laughs> and Tacoma's where everyone lived and then had to forcibly drive into the city on those horrible clogged freeways that go in and out. Okay. Um, so I'm actually going to say Tacoma. And you said the total population was seven. And I'm going to say or whatever. Yeah. But, but three, what is the population of that city, Tacoma, Washington is 2.1 million. No, 1.8 million people. And uh, I, I personally like to, uh, when I'm in Tacoma, I like to uh, stop by the Foss waterway seaport. And uh, uh, like, there's a great taco place right down there um, called the Matador uh, on Tacoma. And so uh, I, I advise everyone to go check that out. <laughs> Seattle. Seattle's the biggest city, you dumbass. I figured you would have got that right away. You stupid. You're so dumb. Uh, when you're way off by population, too. It's only 737,000 people live in Seattle. You wow. Is that is that including up to uh, Mount Lake T uh, Terrace and up to Linwood and Mill Creek and Bothell? That's including no, but, all of those areas? But that would probably double if they counted the homeless. Yeah, it would. It's like population, <laughs> 700,000. Population with homeless, 
for 1.4 million because it's the same amount of people exactly all right last question just for me who is the quarterback that was from wsu that played for the patriots drew Brees, who has his own wine uh and his wine's actually pretty decent um i've tasted the wine before yeah it's called breeze these oh wait no that's breeze not these nuts uh that's funny hey were you a goblin for think for uh halloween no, but I was gobbling these nuts. There you go. There you there were. You now, are you going to shop at the Fred Meyer when you're there? Should I be getting you a Fred Meyer gift card? You should, um, because Fred Meyer is where uh, that one guy shot a worker in Richland. Oh, it's fun. Was that that's at the was that near the Sacagawea Historical State Park, which, by the way, is temporarily closed due to COVID protocols? Should I should we I'll discuss close. that? That's only on their website. They're open as mother. Chris, uh, on next week's episode, can we talk about the your visit to the beautiful downtown Burbank Tavern in Burbank? It's near the Dollar General and across the street from the post office and a firehouse subs. But I think we should do the podcast live from there next time. You're going to have to come to Washington then, and we're going to have to do it live because you're going to want to hang out at the uh, the Tumbleweed Cafe in Benton City. And I'm not looking at a map, you dick. No, so I, I'm, I would much rather, Chris, go to the McNary National Wild Refuge no, um, and go to the wildlife viewing platform because it gets really good reviews on Yelp. Yeah, that's that's a piece of concrete in the middle of nowhere. That's all that is. Okay, fine. We'll just do what you want to do, which is go to the Hood Park Boat Basin on Oct- uh, on December 16th because they're, they're having a fair. So... Uh, farmers They're market having and an everything error yeah an a farmer's market and other things so chris i just want to let you know that i know this area really well i'm totally not looking at a map i just i i'm uh, you know i know where the lakeview mobile home park is you know that's uh on sacagawea park boulevard i i mean i know all about it i know the area do you know where the floating bridge is what lake the- is it on well, the floating is it called the floating bridge because i think if i remember correctly that's on lake weatherford on East Lake Drive. <laughs> you um, had one job. <laughs> one job. I laid it at Lake Washington. <laughs> All right. All right, everybody. Well, that's it. Uh, in case you didn't uh, realize yet, uh, I know a lot about Washington. That's what we learned in today's episode. And his and name we- is Wikipedia, too. <laughs> <laughs> jackass uh thanks for listening go to this is fun.com check out all the other online content look for me doing all the um in uh the the new medical stuff uh, i will be putting the links all up on this is funner and uh chris underscore donovan is my handle on most social media platforms and mine is uh walla walla uh, uh mart in jacksboro which is uh it's it's a small town even chris probably doesn't know about last it. question which game. batman was born in walla walla Christian, no. Uh, Michael Keaton. Nope. Damn it. Adam West. Adam West. You were born and grew right. up in Walla Walla. There's a there's a park there, and they're supposed to be putting up a statue, but it's still not there. How long has he been dead? They're not good at timing. They're not good at timing. <laughs> All, <laughs> All right, everybody. So well, thank listening. you for listening, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. Thank you for listening to 321 The Pod. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and leave us a review. See you soon.